So here we are at the end of another week uh, and another Home Time Show podcast for you. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're hanging in there during the lockdown. And if this podcast or our show, even if you listen live or listen afterwards via the podcast, if it helps just even a tiny bit, then it's all been worthwhile. Here's the show. is Friday. Enjoy. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush here with your stay-at-home time show. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday. Uh, this show is essentially a party hat and a Heineken. The end of a busy old working week in lockdown. Uh, on the way in this show, just after six, actually, you're going to find out what happened when uh, we hosted a birthday party on Zoom video chat for loads of home-time listeners who'd had their birthdays ruined by the fact that they were trapped in the house. I felt a bit gutted for them, and it was interesting and chaotic and brilliant all at the same time uh, to see all of their faces, find out how we got on a little bit later on meanwhile though i love the whole thing that video chat is kind of bringing people closer together particularly like i mean say two three months ago i really wouldn't have wanted to be on video chat at all it's kind of unusual for most people it's not a normal thing that you've been involved in at all Uh, so what i want to hear from you guys this afternoon is have you used video chat in an imaginative way to stay in touch with people i know that our producer adem and his friends do uh, an online casino video chat casino once every couple of weeks we had a lady uh, on the home time show i think the tail end of last week who'd cut out loads of bingo cards and everything so her and her family could play bingo let's find out who has got the most imaginative use of video chat on the home time show tonight matt battison listen to this he says virtual darts on a friday don't know how that works uh, stand up bingo on a saturday friends quiz on a sunday family quiz on wednesday and this week and this is gonna be amazing i'm attempting to run a murder mystery night he adds it's either going to be genius or an absolute car crash matt let us know how you get on hi to helen in north wales who says bush we've got a zoom video chat this morning with one of our toddler groups so all the kids could see each other granted they mostly stared blankly at the screen before running in different parts of their rooms to fetch books or toys to show the screen but it was really cute hi to becky in london who says i've been doing rhyme time with sign language over video chat for a bunch of little kids and their families that's amazing uh, jane in nantwich in cheshire says uh, bush we're using video chat tonight to play an online version of trivial pursuit uh, we will work the board and they have a set of questions to use for us lots of fun and very competitive loving your work on this uh, dawn says hi my friends and i have a sunday night film night where we video chat whilst all watching the same movie at the same time It's usually something we've all seen before, so we can quote it and comment through it, but it's nice to feel like we're doing something together. I love that. Uh, Kenny says, my little boy participated in a Zoom birthday party for his friend's fifth birthday, complete with magic show earlier on. Hi to Ben, who says Eurovision was cancelled, so about 10 of us got together on video chat for our annual Eurovision drinking games with a rerun of 2011 on YouTube. Just as messy as ever. In brackets, he adds, drink responsibly. And this one here says, hi. So over video chat, I play a game called Grab an Item with friends one person says grab an item that you dot 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 and everyone has to run and grab the item the last one back is the loser and picks the next item hey those uh, those winter summer nights must just fly by on video chat if you do something a bit different love to hear from you tonight you can text us 8 12 15 absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
I'm loving your imaginative uses of group video chat after we hosted a little birthday party for hometown listeners who are trapped during the lockdown. Uh, some brilliant stuff coming in. Tracy from Hampshire says, Bush, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons and Cards Against Humanity using video chat. It's hilarious. Not something I ever thought of doing before. Uh, this text says, our friend Chris hosted a 70s dinner party with after-dinner TV shows for his 50th birthday last week. Each household cooked a 70s-themed menu and took turns to host a 70s game show. Name that tune, blankety-blank. Best game of the night was the Generation Game Conveyor Belt. Loving your work. Hi to Claire in Nottingham says, We're continuing our amazing Tiny Talk baby singing and toddler talking classes online. Loads of singing, signing and sensory film and some much-needed light relief and chats. Have a brilliant weekend, everybody. That's lovely. Elrika says, Our local pub had a virtual pub night as well. We were all missing each other. We had breakaway rooms for different groups as well. I like that. Some people are being really noisy on the table next to you. You can go to a different room. Tony says, me and my teammates have been doing virtual beer pong tournaments via video chat as well. And love to Annie, who says, hi from Glasgow, Scotland, to all the other Absolute Radio and Hometime listeners. Uh, we've been using video chat to rehearse with our band, Annie and the Boo House Band, on Zoom. Loving your work. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The Stay At Home Time show on Absolute Radio. It's a Friday afternoon. Uh, over the course of the past few weeks on lockdown, we've been dipping into the lives of people that you would normally see on telly or hear on the radio and see how they're getting on. We call it celebs at home. Uh, and tonight we're honoured to have a top comedian, political commentator and host of our very own rock and roll football, Mr Matt Ford with us. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good, man. The last time you were on the show, you couldn't talk about politics because of the election period. <laughs> now you're back on. You can't talk about football because there's no football. On. What's going on? Oh, man. Well, we, what we're doing on Saturdays is, is covering old games, which is brilliant because yeah. we can just rig it and pick four games that we know are going to be great rather than sat there watching Sky Sports News, hoping that a load of nil-nils rapidly change in the 89th minute, as happens some Saturdays. We could just pick the best games of all time. So you've literally got this amazing back catalogue, and people very rarely, weirdly, with with sport go. It's, sport is always the next thing, the next thing. Who's winning this year, etc. Very rarely do you go back and look back at stuff that might be a brilliant season from four years back or ten years back or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Oh man, it's amazing, and we we always ask for games on Twitter, so we'll always know that. Like if we're doing season finales, City versus QPR a few years ago, and, and Liverpool Arsenal in '89 is going to come up. But there's so many you forget. We did playoff finals last weekend. The uh, Sunderland-Charlton final, like some of them are absolutely incredible. <laughs> and even when you're reliving them like 20 years later, you're still going mad. It's brilliant. So the one thing that Richie and I were reminiscing about, actually, off air last week was um, the day of an FA Cup final, which is not the same anymore. Back, oh. back when I was a kid, it'd be an entire day of telly to the point where you, there was a chopper following the bus from the team hotel in. And it was definitely hotter back then. I, I'm sure I'm not just mis, misremembering <laughs> this, but I remember it being roasting hot during a, uh, the FA Cup final day at Wembley. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it was hot. And, but you're right, the, f the coverage all day, you got all the highlights from the previous rounds. There was the marching band on the pitch, yeah. Abide With Me, stuff like that. It felt like yes. quite an emotional, there was almost like a sombre tone to it. it. There was like a funereal element to it. It was a real grand occasion. Whereas now it feels like it's been devalued a little bit. But those, I remember it being really hot as well. 
it's strange, isn't it? That, these kind of memories that are kind of like burned into your mind. So uh, how are you dealing with the lockdown there, Matt? How has it been for you so far? I mean, I'm going slightly mad, but apart from that, I'm fine. Um, because of the asthma medication I'm on, I've got to shield. So I'm not allowed out of the oh. flat at all. And we don't have our own garden. So I've literally not set foot outside at all. There are no caveats for over five weeks now. So I'm coming up to the halfway what? point. So yeah, it's been that's unbelievable because we had um, comedian Russell Kane on the show at the start of the week, and he made a very valid point that uh, this lockdown is like a two-tier thing. I think if you've if you've got a garden, you're lucky enough to have a garden, you're all right. But if you're in a block of flats yeah. or something like that, it's it must be incredibly tough, particularly if you can't even risk stepping outside really with the medication that you're on for the asthma. You know what? At least I've got a nice view, so I can I, I, I overlook some gardens. I just can't go out into them myself, so that's not too bad. But Russell Kane, yeah. I mean, he's like human speed. He must be going mad. <laughs> he must be bouncing I, off the walls. I, gen- I genuinely Jesus. fell offering to throw a ball for him in a in a park so he can chase it for a bit just to get the energy <laughs> out. <you know> I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I'm not quite at that level, but I got an exercise bike at the start Ooh. of all this. Yeah, just a fold down one. Um, off the internet, and I'm, I try and do an hour a day on that, five or six days a week, and that is really good. That just wears me out, I've, and it's helped me lose weight. And it just, you get the, I'm getting the benefit of physical exertion, and then I eat a yeah, lot of and, chocolate. And, and what are you missing the most about um, pre-lockdown, pre-the Blitz lifestyle and and stuff? I know obviously it's hugely tough for you because you can't go out and stuff. But is there anything that you didn't think you'd miss that you do really, really miss? Ooh, you know what? That's really I hadn't thought of it like that. If there was unexpected things I'd missed, I suppose being able to walk down the street, I'd never really, I'd never really thought of that as a luxury before. But um, <laughs> turns out that was a treat. Pubs, really. I know everyone must be saying pubs, but. I really, I, I, I agree. Really even just getting stuck home. in a queue. Do you know what I mean? Even getting <laughs> stuck in a really busy, busy queue to get a pint and, and getting someone to turn to you and go, you've been served, mate, or you might have to. I used to really hate that, like trying to go for a beer after work and it, it's like five deep at the bar. I'd give anything for that now, Matt. Yeah, but that's because the pub around the corner from Absolute is always five deep at the bar. The old, I've missed the old coffee. Is it the old coffee the house? Old coffee the old house. coffee house. Oh, the old coffee house. It's one, one of those of pubs where... Pubs. Get a terrible hangover, always blame it on the beer in there. There must be something in the pipes. <laughs> it's always, I can't wait. I mean, I'm, you know, being able to come into the studio. Yeah, I know, I know. Those things that you're like, well, it's just work. Well, not that you ever see it as just work, so you realise you've got a very lucky job. But, like, I love looking out of the window down onto Golden Square on a Saturday. It's a beautiful view out of that studio window. You bang in the centre of London. You've got some great sights you can walk past. Walk down Regent Street, bowl into a couple of pubs. Hello, boys. I really miss it. Uh, and, I feel like I've gone next... absolutely mad. Who am I talking to? It's gone crazy. Look, just rattling against the window like a, a Garfield <laughs> stuck back to the back window of a car. But, I mean, you know, the next time you see Dyson, I mean, it, it might be months. It, you remember that movie Summersby where it's not really him that turns up, he's a foot shorter and you, and you get suspicious. You never know what Dyson you're going to meet when you when you guys oh, get paired back up together in the flesh. You know what, I, rec- I reckon I've lost weight. Well, I know I've lost weight. I'm not sure Dyson will have lost weight. <laughs> I think, I think, you know what? I think, I think the effect will be, as a show, it will be neutral. I think I will have offset anything that he's, basically carb, carbon, but carb, yes. carbohydrate. Offset, something like that. Carbo-offsetting. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. I'm losing weight and he's probably, um, with the greatest respect to a man that yeah, I love and adore. Probably not on an exercise bike every day. <laughs> More than likely, not on an exercise bike. <laughs> hey, now, let, let's talk about politics for a second then, because 
you know, obviously a huge part of what you do is, you know, the, the commentary about politics and so on. It's your your bread and butter. Like, is it weird that it's, I guess it's all kind of like turned off for the time being? It's all out of the out of the way. There's no other. Normally, you've been, you've been kind of treated, I guess, with this amazing kind of um, soap opera of politics for a bit that's just suddenly been pulled. Yeah, it's a bit weird that. And obviously, I think you've got to be really careful to not try and politicise things that you shouldn't be politicising. So it's right to hold a government to account, but you yeah. don't want to be you don't want to be deliberately trying to find fault when some of it could be human error. So I think you have to be quite careful about stuff like that. But it is a bit odd that we're all not just as a country but as a planet all sort of coming together and trying to unite. That said, people will still make mistakes. People will still uh, muck it up. Labour have got a new leader. You know, I mean, Donald Trump, apart from anything else, all that stuff. Well, I think disinfectant, by the way, Bush may well. We haven't tried it yet, but they could. I think they may find that. Disinfectant or perhaps shining light may do. And the, the, even just the whole thing was going, I, I was not suggesting that properly. I was being sarcastic. You know, well, as long as he's there. Not that I want him to get re-elected entirely for selfish reasons, but... As you as know as long there, as he's there, there, you're going to be okay with material to use. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's, he's provided me with a rich team. Um, but, uh, you know, I was on tour with a show that was basically taking the mick out of Brexit. And, uh, you know, the tour will take place later this year. I'm not sure Brexit's going to be the central theme of comedy anymore for me you know right, that that feels very small compared to this yeah i mean we, we've spoken to a couple of uh comics during the past few weeks uh here in lockdown and i think pretty much everyone is just kind of rewriting as they go to see where 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 the kind of how the ground lies after this is kind of settled down you know god willing it does settle down i guess you're in the same boat you don't really know how the public are we going to be i presume people will want to laugh about it are going to need to laugh about it it's the only way uh, that we can kind of get through this so it'd be interesting to see what the public mood is once that one when when this is lifted do you know what i mean Oh, massively. I think there'll be a huge desire to laugh about this and laugh about other things. But I think if every comedian you go and see is doing stuff about coronavirus, I think people are going to tire of it quite quickly. So I'm kind of aware of that as well, that I don't want to do a show that's entirely about coronavirus. Every, can you imagine the next Edinburgh Festival? Sadly, it's not happening this year, or it looks like it's not. I mean, it's going to be like, how many COVID-19 puns can you think of? And I bet you there are even more of them in, in next year's Edinburgh Festival. So I'm kind of aware that I'll do a bit about it, but I'll probably concentrate on you know the the implications of it all afterwards and where we all go from here rather than you remember when we're all stuck in our houses going mad and so talking about it where we go from here do you think we're going to come out of it um it's better for us uh you know it will bring us closer together uh, as as people and everything as well or not Oh, hugely. Yeah, I mean, equally, don't underestimate the fact that we're all going to go back to tutting at each other, having to go at people for pushing in queues and, you know, <laughs> and talking in libraries or whatever else does people's heads in. But definitely, I think there are... I don't think you can underestimate how profound this is for, for the planet. You know, even just as a country, I think it will bind us together more in, in some ways, like the war did. But this is a thing that the whole planet is going through. And the, and the way we react to this, not just as governments, but as of people, is going to be completely changed. I think there'll be a real sense that as a world we overcame something. It'd be like one of those films like The Day After Tomorrow or Deep Impact or something like that. Yeah. Where after this, I think we draw a line about certain things. And I think that, that can only be seen as a positive. No, absolutely. And um, so in terms of like for yourself at the moment, then the, in terms of looking forwards, the, the tour is, is, I guess the date, the date, tell us about the tour then. So is it, is it being postponed or is it sticking with the same dates or how are you kind of working that? 
So I was meant to be on tour, like, as we speak. Where was I meant to be today? Look at what we are. Friday the 1st of May. I was meant to be at the Gloucester Guildhall. Um, now, that, that gig is not happening tonight. So any listeners in Gloucester, please don't turn up at the Guildhall. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've rearranged some for later in the year. Now, obviously, who knows when people will start be able to go to gigs again. Hopefully those ones will still go ahead. If not, I'll just have to rearrange them again. Um, but, you know, obviously it's... I just... I, I love performing, as, as any comedian will, but I, I am, more than anything, just looking forward to being able to leave the house. It, you know, I realise it's not like being in prison, but like, it's a bit like doing time. Like It's like yeah. Shawshank. I'm just doing my time in my own way, just like... Tapping away the behind a poster of whatever her name is on, on the cell wall. Stuart Pearce. That's it, that's it, it's Stuart Pearce. I, I, but I mean, I guess not. Uh, that's the one. I, I always used to think with people being under house arrest, I thought, that's cushy, that's brilliant. Absolutely, I'd love to be under house arrest. But I think as this goes on, people are starting to, to climb the walls a little bit with it as well. Right, what yeah. we've been asking everyone uh, each time they're on for celebs at home, uh, Matt, is to find out what they're having for tea tonight, just so <gasps> we can kind of get a good leveller. Do you oh, know what mate. you're having for your Friday yeah. night dinner? I do, and I've already cooked it. Oh, it's already I'm done having... and dusted. Yeah, yeah. So I, cu- I cook it in the afternoons now so that the, so that the, the flavours kind of seep and steep in. So I've cooked myself a halloumi madras. It's my Whoa. own recipe. I make it from scratch. Um, so I blend turmeric and cumin and ground coriander. And then I um, blitz cor- fresh coriander, onion, garlic, fresh ginger and some rocket chilies. Mix wow. them together in the pan and then add chickpeas, carrots and then some pr- I pre-cook the halloumi and then add that with some tin tomatoes and some passata and some spinach. And that is a rich, deep, satisfying meal. If, I, if I'm going into the uh, Matt Ford Curry house and ordering this, how many chilli symbols out of five is that on the menu, Matt? Um, it would probably be th- four. Okay. I almost went three, but what I'm going to do actually is I'm, I tasted it just before we started talking <laughs> and I, I wasn't satisfied that it was fully <laughs> spicy enough, so I'm going to chop in some raw ones at the end just to give it a real punch. Can't wait. Well, this year I'm going to be living my life vicariously through you eating your chili and your curry a little bit later on. That's going to be fantastic. Cheers, mate. Uh, Matt, great to have you on the show. Rock and roll football is back tomorrow. Uh, do you have an inkling of any uh, games that are going to be going? You guys are going to be visiting again soon? You know what? We need to decide because last weekend we did playoff finals. We've done FA Cup finals. We've done League Cup finals. Maybe we have to do like semi-finals. I think we've done it the wrong way around. Like we've done all the best games first, and then we're going to have to do like the best nil-nils. What about some relegation? As an Everton fan, we've had some terrible final days of the season against Wimbledon and Coventry and stuff like that as well. That could be a bit of a goer. That is a great idea. Of course. Like great escapes. Great escapes, man. That'd be great. That'd be brilliant. That's it. That's what we're doing. Great escapes. Oh, mate. Thank you. I owe you. Uh, it's, good, it's good to be part of the editorial process. Keep me curry in my square. I didn't know we had one. <laughs> Matt, lovely to speak to you. Stay safe. Cheers, Bushy. Thanks, mate. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio on a Friday night. Uh, thank you again to Matt Ford. And weirdly, we've been talking to each of these celebs at home over the past week or so uh, and saying we've been talking to them from their front room or lounge. I keep changing it each time. Uh, and I want to put the question to you because I'm having a crisis of confidence here. Is it, what do you call the room with your telly in? You know, the, 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 where you all sit after you've had your tea or whatever. Maybe you have your tea in there as well. 
Is it your lounge? Is it your living room? Is it your front room? I think I've called it a different thing every time we've introduced a guest over the past fortnight. A uh, bit of a survey going on on Twitter at the moment. You can join in on text as well, 81215. Audrey Beaumont calls it the TV, TV room. Check these guys out. A room specifically just for telly. Jan says it's always been the front room, even in our last house where it was at the back. Uh, Kerry says it would normally be the front room, but my front room is not at the front of the house. Therefore, over the past 13 years, I've made the transition to living room. Sounds slightly more hoity-toity. The amazing Emily Dean from our very own Frank Skinner show has got in touch to say the living room. Lounge always feels a bit partridge. (laughs) Fair point, fair comment. And hi to Joe, who says I used to call it the lounge, but now since lockdown, it's Billy Badger's Play Barn. I'm not going to dig any deeper into that. I'm going to leave it there. Your views on this welcome, 812.15. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Great to have your company on this Friday night. It's the Stay at Home Time show with me, Andy Bush. Uh, It's time for the moment of truth. We're going to find out who's going to win this mighty amount of money and what a timely amount of money it is. £60,000 up for grabs. Let's find out. Absolute Radio pays your bills. You can win £60,000. Okay, so Absolute Radio pays your bills. It is the moment of truth. If this was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, it's that kind of bit of the music and the lights dim down and it all goes dark. £60,000 up for grabs. Uh, and let's speak to someone who's hoping to win that money and let's say hello to Rebecca. Woo! Hello? Rebecca, where are you calling us from? We haven't won the money yet. Let's just find out. Where are you calling from, Rebecca? Newport, Wales. Okay, and how are you getting on during the lockdown? How are things for you guys at the moment? Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, pretty good. So my boyfriend's still working and I'm just at home. Uh, tonight we're having a Jamaican night. So we made some rum punch and we're just enjoying the sunshine outside. Brilliant. What do you guys do? What do you do for jobs, the pair of you? Uh, so my boyfriend works for Rolls Royce and I'm a, I'm a nurse nurse. I work with children. Fantastic. And have you found it tough? I mean, people are being furloughed and all that kind of stuff. It is tough, tough times at the moment financially. It's kind of worrying, isn't it? It's not too bad to fear because I'm furloughed and obviously he's still working. Uh, but we're just trying to see the best best of it, really, and just trying to make the most of our weekends together. Oh, I love that. So you kind of be positive. Has anything been cancelled or, or put off because of the fact that we're, we're in this lockdown at the moment? Anything in your life that's had to be put on hold? Yes, yeah, so I said we were supposed to go on holiday to um, Thailand, but that got we had to cancel that. That was supposed to be in like four weeks. Okay, well, listen, you might want to look at holidays and maybe even think of upgrading because you've just won, thanks to Absolute Radio, pays your bills, £60,000. I won. You are the winner, Rebecca. You've won £60,000. Shut up. (laughs) Are you joking? Not kidding you. No, it's 100% true. This is probably going to be the best Friday you'll ever have. You've just bagged £60,000 on Absolute Radio, pays your bills. Oh, my God, thank you so much. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Any initial thoughts about how you might spend that money? What are you going to do with it? I uh, know, no, I'm not, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> All right, you know, it's an amazing, these are, these are, these are tough times and this is a, a life-changing and life-saving amount of money, which uh, it sounds like you guys have had a good positive attitude as well. You're going to put yeah. this in good use. Oh, we definitely will. Thank you so much. Oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Well, get on a video chat and tell your friends and family. And what a hell of a... Is it Jamaican night you're having this evening? Yeah, Jamaican night. So uh, we're wearing, like, big baggy shirts, uh, shorts, and just bandanas sitting in the garden. (laughs) 
Well, that's the perfect party attire if you've just won yourself £60,000. Rebecca, well done. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. Listen, take care. Have a brilliant Friday night. Thanks for listening to Absolute Radio. Thank you. I'm going to listen all night, all the time. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush here with your stay at home time show. This is Absolute Radio on a Friday night. I'm just broadcasting to you from the spare room with big hair. Hair that's getting bigger all the time. Gonna have to deal with it at some point next week, and I may need your advice. Meanwhile, though, the overriding feeling is that we're not gonna let this lockdown get us down. Anyone else feeling that vibe? It's a good thing, it's a bit of a rebellion. Dunkirk spirit, I think, has characterised us all here in the UK. And I particularly felt this when it came to hearing about people's birthday parties. We had loads of people get in touch saying that they were having a, a lockdown birthday, which meant kind of having a chat with family and friends through the window in the porch and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, we've got to do something about this. So earlier on today, uh, we staged a huge group video chat with tons of home time listeners that were all having a lockdown birthday, whether it was their birthday actually today or uh, just gone or about to happen during the tail end of the week. And we had the very first home time show lockdown video chat birthday party. And do you know what? It was absolutely brilliant. Thank you to all the people who got involved and took time out to sit around their computers and say hello. And what I loved was just delving into everybody's lounges and seeing them all sat there with like glasses of champagne and canapes, getting into the party spirit with happy birthday bunting behind them as well and it was absolutely brilliant i loved it uh, and it was interesting to see what people got actually as presents for their birthday listener amy bevan who we had a little video chat with had a very unusual birthday present listen to this i got some chickens she's <laughs> got some chickens <laughs> she's got chicken like actual proper are you going like uh, self-sustainable here so that you can just see out the lockdown is that what's going on got chickens that's amazing exactly i got four beautiful chickens and my neighbors even made me a chicken themed birthday card because they were in on the secret wow where'd you keep the chickens what are you calling them they're up our allotment and i've named them Elphaba, priscilla doris and artemis fantastic cracking and big round of applause for the chickens there ladies and gentlemen a big round of applause for those if you want to see how we got on there's some brilliant clips on there it was great to see everybody's little faces i feel like we might stay in touch as friends for the long run Uh, it was the first ever home time show video chat birthday party absolute radio the home time podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show unfortunately it still contains the two of them talking Hey, this is the Stay at Home Time Show. Andy Bush here. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night. Uh, The Home Time Show is the home of the Home Time Lockdown Birthday Party. And it was amazing uh, to see so many of your cheeky little faces in your lounges earlier on on our video chat party. Uh, And this is probably the start of something beautiful. We might do this again, but in a different format. So watch this space. I just want to mention as well some people who didn't have the chance to be on our video chat who are having their birthdays stuck in lockdown, trapped in the house. And they're definitely worth a mention. So a special happy birthday to Amber from Flint, who turned 12 yesterday. Uh, That's from her mum, Julie Todd. Lydia Gunning, seven on Tuesday, had her party cancelled in the local soft play. OMG. She's been promised two birthdays next year, a little bit like the Queen. Hi to Eve, who's nine. Happy birthday, Eve. Parents Darren and Gina are throwing her a lockdown party as we speak. It's also Luke's birthday today. He's 14, but don't worry, Luke. Your mum, Joe, has promised your favourite takeaway tonight. It's on its way. Oh, what's he having? What's he going to go for? Hi to Tamika. 
going to be 13 on Sunday. She's missing out on her disco party. Happy birthday, Tamika. I feel like, um, you know, the fellow with Gus Honeybun when TSW was, was on back in the day. Remember TSW, Television Southwest, who grew up in Devon? Gus Honeybun, most terrifying um, doll thing. <laughs> it's like a ventriloquist dummy, but a rabbit. Anyway, I digress. Erin's just turned 16, had a house party with her family members over the internet with a bunch of ice cream. Uh, your mum, Ellie, hopes you had a good day. Hi uh, to Violet, seven years old today. Lots of love from mum, Kate. And Gabriel will turn one, God bless her, on Wednesday. Uh, Callum wants to say happy birthday and a big shout out to mum, Kirsty, who's 22 weeks pregnant and looking after Gabriel whilst he goes to work. Happy birthday to a lot of you. It's home time on a Friday night. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. That's it for another week. Don't forget, uh, we've got a brilliant uh, lockdown awards for you next week. So uh, every day of the week, we're running different categories about different things that you might be doing uh, during the lockdown. And we're going to be awarding people prestigious uh, medals and awards for it. So make sure you don't miss that next week when Richie returns. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.